Welcome to this week's podcast of the series, Injustice vs. Love, by Miss Julie. We hope you will enjoy listening to this podcast, and please, look forward to next week's. Thanks! It's amazing that God wants to help us right here and now on this earth, but we may be wondering, what do we have to do to get his help? Well, believe it or not, all we have to do is ask. James 4.2 states, you want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't don't ask God for it. Now it goes on to say, and even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. Well, after reading these scriptures, what occurred to me is the first thing we need to do is turn away from any lies we may be believing about God. Now, what do I really mean by that? Well, you see, part of the enemy's trap is to make us feel miserable, like we can't have what we want. And then this enemy tells us the lie that it's all God's fault. He tries to get us to blame God for our miserable situations. Do any of these questions sound familiar to you? God, why did you let this happen? How could you do this to me, God? Why do you hate me, God? (laughs) It's okay if you have been blaming God. I had such a problem with this. I wrote an entire book called The Blame Game. Can you imagine how many lies I was believing and how many things I was blaming God? for to have enough material to write an entire book. Seriously, I'm just saying. (laughs) Please don't feel bad if you would blame God for things too. He is not mad at us. He loves us all the same. Even if we have been blaming him for the miserable situations in our lives, he still loves us. It does not change who he is. So when I looked at Jeremiah 29 11, it said, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. See, the enemy knows how great our lives will be when we invite God into our life. So he just sets the traps and we fall into them. Remember how back in our previous podcast, when Jesus let people know they were listening to the devil when their thoughts turned to murder? Well, the same thing applies when we started this podcast. James 4.2 starts out stating, You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. So this is already telling us we are actually believing lies from the enemy when we do this. We all get crazy thoughts that the devil just plops into our minds. These are some common lies our enemy uses. Oh, something bad is happening in your life. God must not love you. You must have disappointed God in some way. Mm, I wonder how he's going to punish you for this mess up. You get the point. These things just pop into our heads. And it's sad when we actually start believing these thoughts as truth because they're actually lies about God. And make no mistake about it, God hates it when the enemy does this. It's a total injustice. It's an attack on us, and it is also an attack on God. All God really wants to do is help us, but oftentimes we are so quick to believe these thoughts 
even though they're lies, we're so quick to believe them, we don't even give God a chance to help us. We often just play right into the enemy's hands, and then we start blaming God for our misery. Now, I know you may already be questioning things like, well, Miss Julie, God could have stopped this tragedy. I mean, he could have prevented it or he could have intervened, right? Believe me, I get it. Life can totally feel miserable at times. Terrible things can happen to good people on this earth. There are people who do horrible things to us, sometimes even unspeakable things. But I can assure you, it was not God who put those thoughts in their head to do these things. We must remember from our strength training series, we are living in the cursed land of sin. We've been fed lies from this enemy of ours. We don't want to make a bad situation worse by blaming God, the only one who really wants to help us. Any person that does a terrible thing is influenced by one thing and one thing only, and that is absolutely the enemy. It is not God. So Jesus tells us in John 10.10, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Yes, my friends, it is true. God wants to give us joy and help us enjoy our lives. It is the enemy who tries to kill, steal, and destroy our lives. Well, can't God stop it? I mean, he is God, right? (laughs) Yes, he can. And he will in his time. But Miss Julie, I want him to stop it in my time. (laughs) I get it. Believe me. Sometimes he actually does stop things in our time. But when he doesn't, it's only because he knows how to restore the situation to something even greater that will benefit even more people than we could ever imagine. God does not like watching innocent people get hurt. And when they do get hurt, he is absolutely in the business of restoration. I want to show you what God says here. Isaiah 61.7 says, instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. Now, you guys know me, (laughs) Miss Julie and her faithful Webster's Dictionary. I know, I looked it up, and this is how Webster's Dictionary describes restoration. Returning what is lost or taken, bringing back, recovering, curing, renewing, repairing, or to reestablish. And then the word restore says one that restores, one that returns what is lost or unjustly detained, one who repairs and reestablishes. See, God will take anything the enemy does to us and turn it into something really good. God even goes further than just restoring. He wants to bless us with even more. That's why he says, instead of shame and dishonor, you will get a double portion of honor and prosperity. So God not only wants to restore what has been done to us, but he wants to make our life even better, guys. This does not sound like a God who is out to get us, does it? We shouldn't 
didn't just take my word for this, though. Let's see what God himself has to say about this. Isaiah 61, 8. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Now, Genesis 50, 20 states, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Acts 3.21, for he, Jesus is who they're talking about, must remain in heaven until the time for the final restoration of all things as God promised long ago through his holy prophets. God will always work out the worst situations we could ever find ourselves in for our good and for the good of others. God will partner with us. He will heal us and he will use us and our situation, no matter what it is, to make our world a better place. Dare we believe it though. Stay tuned for the next week's podcast because we're going to dive further into this, guys, to see exactly what it is God wants to do for us during this life on earth. Have a blessed day, guys. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast of the series, Injustice Versus Love, by Miss Julie. If you want more from Miss Julie, be sure to check out ChristForKidsMinistries.org. Come back next week for the next podcast of this series. Once again, that's ChristForKidsMinistries.org. If you're local, be sure to visit the Wegmans in Canandaigua, New York. There, you will find books by Miss Julie. Christ for Kids Ministries now has its own YouTube channel. Check out the link in this podcast description to view our channel.